The pass from Havili was magic. The shift on for Crotty. Boom, bah, down you go, Quackett Smith. Me, oh my, I have enjoyed that. Yes, boy. Sit back, relax, put your belt on, enjoy the show. Welcome to Season 3, Episode 1 of the Draft Rugby Podcast, where we discuss Fantasy Super Rugby, the game they play online in heaven. You can find the website at draftrugby.com and get after us on the socials at Draft Rugby. Well, we're back. Uh, I'm your host, Kagi. Uh, 41 pod caps. Yeah, we're going to start the year with the caps. Uh, and I've got my trusty pod brothers. And uh, although most don't believe it, they are actual brothers. Uh, Harry, uh, leading us with 49 pod caps. And Nelson, 38 pod caps. Always in last place. Can so you be saying, a milestone next time. Mate, so milestone you're, you're saying pod. people don't believe we're brothers because we're a different amount of pod caps? That's... No, because I'm good and you're not. Bullshit. Um, there's just there's you a few differences play. between do I get both. To, you uh, know how like in rugby on your 50th and 100th they lead the team out? Do I get to do the intro next week? I, no. I um, like yeah. that. Because <laughs> then maybe we and I'll, then when I get to do it, we'll have two actually good. Nelson, you never get you never get to fifty caps. But um, look, I'll take it under advisement. Um, we'll think about it. Um, we'll look, we'll do a listener poll or something. Right. Okay. okay. Um, all right. No, look, anyway, a lot has happened since our last pod. Um, South Africa won a magnificent Rugby World Cup. Uh, about fifty percent of the top super players. Uh, have accordingly all cashed out by, I guess, either just staying in Japan post-World Cup or, or heading over to uh, greener pastures in Europe. Um, and the Crusaders now have two dicks as their logo. Um, <laughs> so good on them. Two smushing dicks. They're definitely smushing at the end. It's Canterbury it's Dockers. <laughs> it's an interesting one. It, it can um, actually be used as two dicks touching or as the knob of a dick and Crusaders is the yeah, shaft. Yeah, it does. It, looks, it can be if you zoomed in. From below... Crusaders is the blue vein. It's very inclusive, <laughs> multifunctional. Okay. Um, all right. Now, look. I went back and uh, I listened to our last uh, ep where we definitely didn't promise heaps of content over the off season. Um, <laughs> we, uh, we had heaps of content. We just what? didn't didn't give it to you guys. But instead, look, we we, we did get through lots though. Uh, we did all manage to get over to the Rugby World Cup. In fact, we had pretty big Rugby World Cups. I will say. Um, but we will talk more about that in tonight's entree. So. With that, on tonight's, uh, for tonight's menu, for Entree, we're going to just catch up all things rugby. So, um, the Rugby World Cup uh, and some other things I can't think of right now, but we'll get to them. Um, Rugby-related things. <laughs> Come on, mate. Is, we're, just, we're getting the rust off right. yeah, yeah, yeah. right. um, uh, For our main course, we're going to uh, take our first look at the New Zealand Conference for 2020. Uh, more specifically, the Young Guns and Prospects. So, lots <clears> of new players um, and some coaching changes. Um, it helps because they are actually organised and finalised their squads uh, so that we can actually start getting excited about all the players. Uh, and also, you know, for those players that missed out on making squads, they can actually get on with their lives and look for other opportunities. So, In Australia. So, yeah, that would be... We'll take lots but, of you. But yeah, maybe... maybe... <laughs> can I just... Can I just... Sorry, I, I know it's not on top of it, but I can't hold it in. Right. The thing you forgot... <laughs> Yeah. Very fittingly, <laughs> was you talking about the website that you must have forgotten for the off season as well <laughs> in the last few years? I don't know what you're talking about. That's that's, that's in the entree. Um, I mean, like, look, we'll uh, we'll get to that. Um, convenient, some would say. No. Um, yeah. Anyway, but uh, I think back to my point about uh, the Kiwis having a signing day in September and actually announcing their squads. I think all the other conferences could take a page out of that book. Um, it know, was good. Like, yeah, oh, it was awesome. Just, Builds hype. That's pretty, pretty good way of doing it. That was um, you, mate. Yeah, well, look, moving on. Um, all right, so that's for our main course. Um, and for dessert, we're going to talk about what we've got planned for the pod to come. So whilst we sound a little unorganised right now, we've actually done a fair deal of planning. Um, and in the build-up, we're now, uh, yeah, two months out. 
two and a bit months out. We're full you. guns blazing, that's and it. you should be with your prep as well. That's right. If you hadn't uh, been paying attention, Super Rugby 2020 kicks off on the 31st of January, the earliest, I believe, it's ever kicked off. And yes, that is exactly nine weeks away. How exactly? Is it starting on a Sunday? Uh, yeah, it starts on Sunday, nine weeks. Yeah, just Friday, yeah. <laughs> uh, and we are, we are already flooding social media as well. So if you just get back up on Twitter, there's a lot coming through again. Bigger and we'll better. start putting some of our blogs and that kind of thing coming up That's too. Some we'll people are saying there's a bit of a rugby content lull, but don't we? We'll make up for that. Instead, that's right. So, uh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, that's look, that's a lot for me to get started. But how about we just get straight into it um, with our entree? So... Um, yeah, I've, I've been doing all the talking. Who wants to who wants to jump in here? Well, mate, I, I don't know what your first point is, to be honest with you, talking about Bodie Barrett, so we'll move on from that. Uh, the, the, uh, the first thing for me, mate, was we were just talking about how excited we were in the preseason, to be honest with you. We've been talking about doing this first pod for about two weeks now, and I've just been absolutely chomping at the bit. <laughs> our, our own draft, I think we've got two new managers coming in. So we're we're currently in brainstorming phase for how we uh, maybe we... three actually Nelson might not be here for the draft. <laughs> just mate. telling us. So. Uh, <laughs> we've got the super sub's brother coming on, that's so it. he could become the better super sub because that's probably gonna be better drafter too. Correct, the better neighbour. So, yeah. Um, yeah, he might even be a better super sub on the pod. I don't know. We'll see. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah, yeah, true. Um, He's a bit more coherent. Mm, it'll be. It'll be. We've got one set of two brothers where one's clearly better. We'll see what happens with others. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Um, no, it's also dangerous having two sets of two brothers in your draft, but um, you know, look, it's, we like to live life on the edge. So, um, can't but yeah, wait. Um, but look, I mean, I got, yeah, we're, we're all pumped for next season. It's going to be a lot of changes. It's kind of a, it's a both a draft managers kind of like nightmare and fantasy. So all the big names are gone, but it's time to really stamp that out. So. Yeah, it's it's a lot harder to just cruise into this. You have to do a bit more work, a bit more prep to to really take advantage. And I think it's going to pay off this year as well if you do that stuff. Mm. For sure. And I touched on earlier the Rugby World Cup. How how bloody good was it? So good. So we were there. I was there for a month. Harry, Harry yeah, he, he topped the scales, really. Yeah. Nelson, you did three weeks. But no, I was, I was three like two days shy of four yeah. weeks. Yeah, yeah but, but just to be clear, Harry decided he needed to go twice, though. So he, it's he, he went twice to Japan. It's because he's on that physio money. So you can just pay for extra flights. That's it. Yeah, that that must be what it is. Uh, in all seriousness, though, how how bloody good! Uh, it was it was such an amazing experience. Japan is just so so cool. What a country to explore. The atmosphere was phenomenal. I think we were all over there at one, for at least one of the big Japan upsets as well, which was just yeah, mental. And, and Craig's and I uh, hid away from a uh, was it a typhoon together playing no, some Mario uh, Kart stuff? Yeah. Or should we good. should we say I saved Nelson and his his wife? <laughs> that's uh, definitely you know, yeah. That's, I had to take in some stragglers, so um, you know, just decided probably wasn't best to stay. Uh, at you know where the the type of yeah, yeah. right? <laughs> yeah. um, actually it made the it made the game a lot of fun. One, one of our mates um, t- uh, he, he brought his suitcase to the game and then yeah. left, left at half time <laughs> to get on the bullet train to, to head up to Tokyo to leave. And if if you had to sum up your highlight quite quickly, what was your highlight for the World Cup, boys? Um, it's probably South, well, <clears throat> mine. Unfortunately, it's just South Africa beating England. I just because England really thought they were going to win. But so yeah, that's a, that. a low hanging fruit, but. Yeah, but it's, it's still part of it. I was going to say the grand final because I got to go, mate. First grand final for a World Cup I've ever been to. Unbelievable. I'm going to say having a carver session with the Fijian squad. Sat there for a few hours just drinking carver. It was great. It's not bad. Yeah, I don't know how Nelson uh, got, got, got his way into that hotel room. but um... I'm actually going to be taking a coaching job, boys. So, uh... <laughs> oh, okay, right. 
with uh, what, like uh, two of the little one of the islands that's just about to go underwater or something. <laughs> <laughs> like a, a new new crate musician. Um, Cheers, mate. The uh, the platform crags. So obviously last year there was a lot of our talk in the preseason mm. about us having this website up and running, and you were doing a lot of the coding yourself with with help from a couple of mates as well. Yep. Uh, tell us what's been happening in the off season. Well, actually, no. Look, sorry to to go back a tiny bit. Um, you just brought up a very good uh, point. You, you asked what was one of my highlights of the World Cup, and it was uh, it was I only asked co- for one co- copying some flack from some more people other than just oh, you. Yeah. It was uh, it was being over the World Cup and having a f- uh, having a few few people just recognise us from the pod, which was real good. So no one recognised Harry. No, no, but that's true. Um, us, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So uh, no, it was good to to meet some fans and um, and have a chat with them and and basically just get reamed out about when's the when's the platform going to be finished <laughs> yeah. and coming. But uh, which brings us to the current question, Craig. So it does. Uh, it just was delayed for what two minutes now. <laughs> oh, so are we are we wrapping up this app now? Or is it, uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, um, no, the platform it's good. So yeah, where are we compared to last year? Um, Last year was uh, certainly did not know what we were in for in building out a, um, mm. a fantasy rugby. Too platform. much ambition. So, yes, um, but uh, it was also the start of my uh, had a career change into uh, becoming a software developer, and so I've got a little bit of work under my belt this year now, and a bit more of an appreciation for just how difficult it is, and um, some better connections, and some better connections. So yeah, we've almost finished uh, the designs at least for the whole thing, which is good. Uh, very important to have a comprehensive set and of it designs. Looks- Awesome. It does look baller. Um, it's always that scenario of um, trying not to pack it with every feature known to mankind. You know, it's it's you've got to really start small. On... Look, uh, you say that, but I think right now it, it's it's already far surpasses it, yeah, yeah. yeah. far surpasses anything that exists or mm. has ever existed for rugby. Like, there's nothing parallel. We've got ridiculous things we want to do over the yeah. next few years and grow it, but. Mm. I mean, it, it looks awesome. It's definitely not a bottom sort yeah. of rung. And you've already done system. all your hard work on all the prep for three quarters of the website that you built last year. So That's it. what's left to do, Craig? So Fill what's left to do is, in. yeah, so we've, uh, we've finished our designs and we're talking with um, some more developers in terms of finishing out that platform. So just bringing it in. So just getting our final quote and um, and getting it ideally done within the next next month. So and- and you've got the uh, the giraffe rugby catchphrase or, or uh, ethos here, is it? Oh, that's right. No, no, yeah. I think I got confused. I've been listening to lots of uh, you know entrepreneur startup um, podcasts or whatever, and I think I must have just got confused uh, where you know it was like over promise, <laughs> under deliver. And I think I think I just kept getting those words mixed up instead of um, <laughs> <laughs> under promise, over deliver. So yeah, we're working on that. That's going to be a big change for this coming uh, season. So uh, no, I thought you guys liked that one, but uh, but, but no, look, exciting things to come. Um, obviously, you know, we have always dreamed of building out this platform, and and it seems like. There's such a great community and so many people out there that, that want to get involved and would love to play it. So it's been yeah, it's been we'll really, get it done. It's been really touching with the support, like to have the setback last year. But I, for one, I, I feel this year with even the stuff we were looking at and talking about now, I'm really really positive for for how this year's going to go. So it's genuinely exciting. Excellent. Um, anything else we want to touch on in the entree? Or no, that was. Um, Let's move did, on. Did, did anyone watch? I mean, like. I, we're not going to talk about the NRC, are we? <laughs> but uh, I, I watched a whole bunch of Mitre 10 Cup, but that's what we're going to get right into, into our main course. Yes, um, we will. Thank you. So, all right, main four main course. Uh, we'll start with Young Guns, then look at coaches, or we'll kind of just blend it through, I think. Yeah, yeah. so we're going to go... So we've got... We're going to go through what we have coming in, in, in a, at the end of this pod in dessert, but basically we're going to take a look at each of the uh, each of the conferences and then see who are the coaching changes coming through and who are the young guns coming in that you might not have heard of. So that's what we're going to do in these first few pods. Yeah. Uh, so we're going to start with New Zealand. 
yeah. franchises, obviously. It's just like the players that you're actually going to pick, you know what I mean? Yeah, <laughs> you're anyone, only picking so players, the only so one that matters. Like, yeah. Don't worry about the other ones. It's a, yeah. well, well, let's be honest, in the South African and Australian conference, it's going to take another four or five years for well, those players to be good enough, whereas we, the Kiwis are already there. We, true, we yeah. feel like future changes and stuff, like no longer being conferences, these will be the only teams making finals anyway. <laughs> this is five finals teams. That's it. Right? <laughs> and I mean, look, the, you can underline the importance of this from things like <clears> the importance of the Mitre 10 Cup... Just looking at players like Sebu Race, you know? Yep, 2018. Guy didn't have a contract. Yeah. You know, he's the top try scorer of the Mitre 10 Cup last year. Didn't have a contract at Super. Now the the incumbent All Blacks winger. Um, so Semi-finalist. Outrageous. Time to pay attention <laughs> if you uh, if you want to win fantasy. So, Nelson, you can tune out now. Um, <laughs> so, guys, we'll start with the, with the Chiefs. I, I want to talk about Warren Gatland uh, and what he, effect he's going to have on the club. Mm-hmm. But we've got a... A little teaser because we're gonna we're gonna let you know at the very end of this podcast who we've got coming on to talk about Warren Gatlin and the effect he's gonna have on the Chiefs. Very topical at the moment. In only four or five days time. Four we're, days time we're, we're gonna always have topical, mate. That's yep. right. So uh, look forward to that. That'll be a special <clears throat> podcast where we, we've got a, a very special guest we're excited for. Mm-hmm. Uh, Nelson's just underlining the first name that I have on my list because it's probably the hardest one to pronounce <laughs> that we have, so I apologise if I butcher it, to Natoa Akoi, uh, who is a 20-year-old lock. He signed after a massive year for Wellington in the Mitre 10 Cup. <clears throat> 196 centimetres tall, 110 kilos, so at 20 it's, years old, he's already wrong. a big, big yeah. unit. <laughs> yeah. He's a superstar. He was a superstar, sorry, for Wellington College during his high school years, and he made a big impact for the New Zealand school side back in 2017. Since then, he's been a little bit hamstrung by uh, injury. 2018, I think he missed six months with hip surgery, and then 2019, he tore the ligament on the inside of his knee and also sprained his ankle. So there's been reason that you might not have heard his name unless you're really delving deep into the uh, the development systems in New Zealand, but they have big, big wraps on this guy. But he's young enough. That'll all grow back, right? That's all. It's all on the No, he'll be fine, mate. 20 <laughs> years old, you bounce back. That's it. Not like us 30 year olds. <laughs> Speak of yourself. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, me too, mate. I'm there. So, I've got a month. <laughs> so, speaking of Chiefs locks, the other guy that he's going to be competing with is Loglin McWannell. Uh, he's a year older, 21. Uh, got a couple of centimetres on him at 198 centimetres tall and also 110 kilos. But he was someone that I know Sumo Stevenson last year when we had him on the pod mm. called out as someone with a big, bright future. So <clears throat> obviously the departure of Brady Retallick, there's going to be some spots open in this mm. Chiefs middle row. Uh, it's yeah. going to be very exciting to see which one of these guys can really make a name for themselves. We're surprised like, with all the Chiefs injuries. We didn't actually see him uh, get a cap last year. But, yeah. Um, he... I don't know if he was injured as well, probably. I mean, how many injuries did the Chiefs have last year? Far out, the whole squad was injured. Yeah, yeah it feels like something wasn't necessarily right there, training. <laughs> well, these, these two guys, they, they actually don't have that much competition this year either. You've got mm. Michael Allardyce, who actually capped on the Chiefs a few times last year, yeah. and then Tyler Ardron, who obviously plays a lot more of 6-8, and eight, and I think that's his preferred position, Craigs. Absolutely, yeah. Uh, well, yeah, they've lost Brady Retallick, Finn Hoyada, yeah. um, a couple of other names there as well. Mm. So my, my expectation is these guys, one of these guys, at least, is on the bench or yeah. potentially ends up as a starter halfway through the season yeah absolutely um, um, moving on we've got uh, Quinn Tupaya he's a 21 year old we've dubbed the snake oh. because uh, snake shoulders if you, as soon as you see this guy it all makes sense he's, uh, he's all torso all legs big thick neck big chunky head no shoulders so he slithers through the line. So. Is it because he's got no shoulders or because his neck's as wide as his torso? <laughs> it could be either one, but <laughs> it's definitely snake shoulders. Definitely. I think we'll have to put up a photo of him or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. 
Um, so he's a 20-year-old. He's got massive reps on him. Uh, he was playing New Zealand schoolboys in 2017, and uh, since then he's done New Zealand under-20s, and he's been killing it for Waikato as well at the Minor 10 Cup, um, and he's really just consistently being touted as the future All Black. So I think he's someone who's going to get to have a bit of a chance this year, and I'd be picking him up for sure if, he's, if his name's there. Well, there's already a call for him to be thrust straight into the centre pairings in the 12 jerseys with, uh, I think, the world's best centre, yep. John Leonard Brown. Yeah, look, I mean, there's there's obviously some competition there. You've still got Nankerville. You've you've got... Uh, Nankerville had an absolute ripper season. He was Tasman. awesome. Tasman, Tasman won. He's so out. good. He's, he's, he's amazing. He's good. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, look, I mean, there's competition there. Mm. There's those calls for him to be there, but... I mean, it, it's probably too early to jump the gun on that, but I'd, he's got to be going there. last year? Played almost the entire season oh, there. Was it Johnny Fulton? No. Um, uh, Tamu Manu. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah Tamu Manu. Obviously, he's, still, he's actually still on their books as well, so there is a lot of... They've also got Auburn Ledger. Yeah. But I mean, like, that's... He's a backup fly half. Like he was, yeah. I mean, no opposition he's playing, but yeah. Balen Sullivan. He's listed as a centre this year. Sullivan played wing as well. He's he's he was a young gunner. Yeah. yeah. Yep. So, I mean, there's a lot of talent there, but he's, he's someone to watch. Mm-hmm. They've also got uh, a pretty Speaking exciting guy. future I'll, All Blacks. Look, I've, I feel like this is up your alley. I'll let is you it? move on no. to this one, mate. <laughs> Boys, are you saying that he might be drafted into my team, regardless of whether or not he plays? No, probably. I've got no doubt. All right, he's already up there. My first draft pick, Keeney Naholo. I am keen for Keeney. Is that... Lock that in first no, draft not, not <laughs> We can just do it now. We can write <laughs> yeah. it in. Look, I, I might not be upset. Uh, he's going to be that good. So, um, no. Kenny Naholo, the youngest of the Naholo brothers, uh, 20 years old. So, look, I might have made a little bit of a mistake picking up uh, Etienne and Nana Saturo last year in the same kind of mole. I was very excited about he him. He still had some good games. He though, definitely he did. Pretty good. He did. I, I did lose a bet to Harry. I had to buy him a case of beer because I, I said um, he would start, I don't know, was it two thirds of the. No, it wasn't even that much. Kind of it was 12 games. Yeah. Yeah, okay. So, learn my lesson with that. I think it was like 10. Like, he did have a... It was pretty close. <laughs> I, I say, I say learn my lesson with that, but I'll probably have to say... Yeah. Anyway, but... Um, you bought me Heineken, so it was a, it was a hollow <laughs> win for me. It's a rubber world cup for you, mate, right? <laughs> oh, Harry. Be careful. <laughs> we, mate, we're trying to... They're not sponsoring We're attracting sponsors, mate, right? okay? Jeez, I, no, I, I did just ask for the sponsor. <laughs> they said no, didn't they? Yeah, well, that's what they get. That's what they get. No, yeah, mate, they didn't write back to us, okay? Well, this is technically some sponsorship time. We've mentioned them. That's true. Valuable minutes. Yeah, we'll send them an invoice. Any yeah. <laughs> All right, so, but Andrew Nahola, yeah, the youngest of the brothers, he's 20 years old. Um, he basically, like, from all reports, he, he looks the same mould, same build as Waiseki. Smaller, much smaller. But a bit smaller and faster. I mean, he's 20 years old, he's, he's going to grow ten, into it. 10 centimetres uh, smaller and 10 kilos lighter, basically. He's still growing, man. But I, he, looks, reckon, he looks similar, mind. I reckon yeah. he'll put four or five kilos on the but, next year. Yeah, I was going to say, sure. even, even at 10 kilos and 10 centimetres smaller, he still looks like a beast already. Sim- yeah, basically. similar mould. He's still that nuggety mould. But yeah, if, I mean, if he's even faster, though, like, that's going to be even sicker, basically, as far as I'm concerned. But um, he... So look, sicker. Yeah. Good. But, like, Word I think Sebu Reese, like, the, the weight that he seems to play at, despite the fact that he's not the biggest winger, mm. shows you that it's, it's so much more about athletic ability and power, yeah. and you can definitely play above your weight grade. So... Yeah, he could be anything. I'm excited about him. Absolutely. So he's um, he's had a couple of injuries. I think they, there was one game uh, he was playing for Taranaki. They had Waiseki and Keeney on both wings starting. Just ah, pretty, that was pretty too, awesome. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, anyway. So where's the other brother, mate? I thought you wanted him as well. Uh, Meli Naholo. Uh, look, if he was, if some, if one of the super teams signs him up as a, um, he's 21 years old. If one of them put him on his extended playing squad, maybe I'll just you know. He's the one that did his ACL last year. Is that right? He's is the quickest, the slimmest. He's yeah. quickest, isn't he? Yeah, 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 yeah. quickest, yeah. the slimmest. He's a he's a quite a different style winger. 
Yeah, you know me. I kind of go for the, the bigger blokes, though. I'm a, you know, because of because of it makes you feel comfortable picking bigger people. Makes you feel good about yourself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it does. Yeah, so, nuts. See, you know, um, nothing wrong with that. I just like people smashing people, mate. Um, that sounds a bit dirty. It does. Yeah, we'll move right on. Um, but no, look. I mean, Kenyon Hollow. Though, what I mean, the thing that's always touted is uh, Hastings boys high first um, fifteen. He scored forty tries in twenty games. So yeah. the man, he's he's grown, he's grown up absolutely destroying teams, yeah. and he knows how to find the try line. Yeah, one to watch. Yeah. Um, next one, Tian Falcon. So. A lot of people, if you've been keeping an eye on them, he, he had a bit of a chance. Was it pre-season last year? Um, but he ended up... He was he was rated as, I think, their top choice to play 5-8 and push yeah. Keeping McKenzie at 15. Yep. Mm. Um, yeah, it was the well, whole... Keeping McKenzie 15 or, like, you want McKenzie 15? Well, yeah. Like, you know? <laughs> well, I mean, his injury... I don't think he's keeping him at 15. Yeah, <laughs> that's fair. His injury kind of pushed. They, they didn't really necessarily have a, another option there as a young that's guy. Right. They, they had Deborah Sandy in the books, who is brilliant. But, mm. yeah, look, he, he's a fly half... Uh, he was and it wasn't an ACL. Was it was Achilles rupture um, yeah. in January last year, and he followed that up with he'd already had a shoulder injury, but he ended up doing a major shoulder surgery in um, April as well. Um, he it should is, be fine. Yeah, yep. it's good that he plays fly half because let's be honest, most fly halves don't tackle anyway. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. you don't need shoulders. Yeah, yeah exactly. Um, that, then the snake might be a good <laughs> fly half as well. Um, so no, he's uh, he should be fine and ready to go for preseason. So I think it was good to go in October, mid October, something like that. Mm. So the full preseason kicks off, I think, in December. So he should be ready to go for that. And with uh, the acquisition of Aaron Cruden as well, mm. um, he'll be learning, I suppose, the ropes behind him. But he's a really talented player, and he'll be fighting for minutes and he'll be trying to push for that starting spot. Not, a, ba- not a bad mentor, eh? Well, mm. yeah, absolutely. But the, the other thing is, Aaron Cruden is signed to go to Japan after the Super rugby season as well so they know they're losing him so he they must be thinking get as much uh, mentorship as you can out of crude and tian falcon needs game time they're they're gonna they're gonna really like just try and grow him and develop him like the warriors has with matt mason just like yeah yeah. give him some chances (laughs) no okay that was a joke clearly uh, but uh and and on the same note mckenzie has said that they'll he wants to play fullback all year this year so it will be out of those two as well that is Bloody music to my ears. Oh, so much. But he wanted to play fly half. That was his idea, yeah? Not, yeah, yeah, but not anymore. I think yeah, he's, so he's, going... he's realised his best chance. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, maybe he just has something, he's a chip on his shoulder, he just wants to beat Bowden Barrett at the position. So Bowden's now playing 15. <laughs> he's like, I'm going to beat him at 15 then, all right? Then, you know, yeah. I don't know Good what it is, but... Makes sense. I think they're playing, uh, they're, they're both playing golf in Hawaii right now, actually. They're teamed up. It's Geordie Barrett and Anton Leonard-Brown. Uh, I played a bit of golf yesterday. Yeah, but that was um, rugby golf. Pub golf. Pub golf. Yeah. yeah. Um, the better type. That's true. Actually, I would, I would actually pay to watch Nelson play actual golf, though. Um, I was actually average. No, like... <laughs> <laughs> the pause said it up. No, I'm uh, All right. Anyway, now we've have you more ask. Is that? I think that's everything we've got for the Chiefs. Um, yeah. Yeah. So, so going, going on to the Highlanders. Uh, just talking about the coaches. Obviously, the big signing for them is Tony Brown, who's signed on as the attack coach. If, if you're a Kiwi, you know Tony Brown's attacking style of play. Like he, he is a thrilling attacking um, back. But what is, he was saying, he wanted to be a bit more involved as well. Is that right? Yeah, well, I think I, I was just going to say we didn't we we talked about um, our experience at the Rugby World Cup, but I guess we we didn't talk about how good Japan was for the World Cup, and uh-huh. a large part of that was T Brown. Yeah, yeah so that attacking the footy they were playing was unbelievable. Yeah. If you think about highlights of the World Cup footy, like a vast majority of it would have come from Japan games. Like, well, they've gone from now they they top the pool as well. They won four from four, pretty good against South Africa. Mm. Yeah, so I, I mean, they interviewed him the other day, and he was basically saying 
that he doesn't want to just shape the attack a little bit. Like he's, he sees his role in the team, everything to do up. about actually playing rugby. So that comes down to like game plan and how they're actually going to take on teams and how they're analysing what their weaknesses are as well. He just says he just doesn't care about defence. So <laughs> I, I would actually think he would probably, by the sounds of it, work in tandem with Aaron Major to really control the direction of the team and the two of them will, will work that way. And I, I think he does a similar kind of thing with Jamie Joseph in the uh, with mm. Japan. Yeah, that sounds like that work really well. Aaron Major wasn't particularly the most creative of players. He sounds like someone suited to take over the defense. Uh, you know, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. well, Aaron Major's yeah. Well, they've got a defensive coach as well. Yeah, yeah, no, for sure. Yeah, so Aaron Major's just going to be there waving it. <laughs> Hi guys, welcome. Is that what he's saying? Yeah, he's the supervisor on site. Okay. Excellent. All right. Um, so, who uh, Tony Brown coming in? That's great. Um, and who are the young guns for the Highlanders? Uh, all right. Well, player I'm excited about then. Uh, I actually don't know how to say his first name. I should be excited. I just call him Ben. Tariki? Old mate Ben Nicholas. But uh, no. Tariki? 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 Tariki Ben Nicholas. Um, Tariki? Yeah. Uh, he's he's a number eight that I'm excited to to um, uh, watch. He's, he's one of those players that is um, deceptively quick and kind of like... He's he's not massive, but he's he's a big unit. Yeah, he makes a big. Still, hits. 195 centimeters, 109 kilo. He's still quite tall. Like he still has the ability. You would think to jump, but yeah, in a line out. Yeah, yeah, no, no, absolutely. Well, but, he's, no, but he's he's at, like he, he played a lot of basketball. He's really quick. Um, he's he's at 24. He's, he's just pushing the young that, gun boundary. I think. Is he the one that scored a real long range try in the under 20s or something? Or maybe I'm thinking that. That would have been no, four been or five years ago. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, no. He's, he's, if, you, if you look at his uh, Mitre 10 Cup highlights, um, he's he's really been one to watch. And so, I mean, I guess in the um, the Highlanders, like there's who's, who's really put their name to step up for um, number eight? You, you know see I mean? uh, Tear Ricky's the defensive line apart? The water of it? Yeah, Tear Ricky's the defensive line apart. Yeah, well, we can only go up from here in this podcast. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, Tears holes in the they're not all they're mate. not all diamonds. They're not all diamonds. <laughs> I, I yeah, I, I think he's a good chance. To be mm. honest, I was I, if you're talking back row and, and where he fits in, it just depends if Shannon Frizzell plays six or eight. It's true because the other, the other guy there is the there's another young guy, Marino. Uh, Tui, oh, I forget his last name, but Marino Tui something. The maybe. back rower. Yeah, he's the other back back rower. Uh, Marino Michele Tui. Yes. Is that not what that's what I said? No, yeah, pretty much. Okay. Yeah, um, no, yeah he's, he's the other guy. But I, I think, no, the way that Ben Nicholas has been absolutely shredding up Mitre 10, I think he's gone down there looking for that number eight jersey. He's a, he's a Wellington boy? <clears throat> he is. So he's been playing for the Wellington um, team. Yep. Um, and yeah, no, no, uh, like he can get over the try line for sure. He's he's one of those guys. Like, you know, I like my bull hog number eight. So he's, he's, he's in that mold. So. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, that's Ben Nicholas. Um, who else we got in the, the Highlanders? Um... You want to go, Harry? Take this one? Oh, no. You, no, no, you go, mate. You like this bloke. Oh, I was going to say, John Anarecki. Um, he's, a, he's a winger, ex-New Zealand that, sevens player. Um, he, he lit it up for Otago, and, and people have been saying he was sort of reminiscent of his ability to find the try line of, of Sever Reese in 2018. Like, he was... Uh, abilities to, to beat you in a number of different ways. He's not as much of a barnstorming runner, but I mean, he'll put a little grubber in behind you. He'll burn you for pace. He's he's got a lot of uh, strows, strings to his bow. If, mm. uh, you know what I mean? Um, so he's an exciting guy to watch. It'll be interesting to see under uh, Tony Brown's teams. Yeah, the outside backs generally 
they they wreak havoc, you know. He gives them a lot of opportunities in the style they play. So if he does get on the field, he does get some good game time, it's probably going to be perfect for him to be under and Tony Brown. So I think that could be interesting. Exactly. Going back to, I mean, going back to Japan, but it's also what the Highlanders have done for the past, I don't know how many seasons, it's just keep putting the ball back in play. They don't kick it out. Yeah. They just, they just even if they end up with a kicking match, they, well, they keep my waiting until the other team kicks it back and it means the outside backs get a lot of ball. I mean, when you look space. at, if yeah. someone like Samisi Masawira mm-hmm. under Tony Brown gets tons of points <laughs> and tons of ball, then obviously oh, someone God. who's got a bit more talent, then I've we'll heard, see. I'd almost forgotten about <laughs> that, mate. So, uh, yeah. But uh, he was, I think he was the third tro- third top try scorer in the Mitre 10 Cup this year. So yep. um, in a season of only 10 games, I think he bagged seven. So yeah, wait till I come in, but it's pretty solid. Yeah, and he's and he's, I think he's played a little bit here, all black sevens as well. Yes, yeah, yeah. that. Yeah, excellent. So one to watch, uh, and particularly with I guess you know a few people retiring. So Ben Smith gone, Waseki Naholo gone. Yeah, there's some there's, opportunity mm, around the outside yeah. backs for sure. There's yeah, uh, Tavita Nabura probably just going to kick some of the face again. Fan <laughs> you know, for the season. The <laughs> ninja. Yeah, so. Well, I, I, the, you know, one of the guys that we hadn't written about that we, we weren't going to discuss, but obviously the other the other big young gun is Josh McKay, mm. oh, uh, yeah. who is probably the the favourite to take one of the outside back spots. You would think fullback, You'd despite the fact that he spent all his time on the wing last year. Mm. Uh, he's just an absolute weapon as well. He, it, to be honest with you, he's a little bit Ben Smith esque in the way he mm. plays. In, in my eyes, he's brilliant. Yeah. Like, and he's very, very quick as well. He was a top try scorer. Right? He was a top yeah, try scorer. Yeah. Out of 10, yeah. 11 Lonnie. tries from 10 games. I'm expecting him to hold the 15 jersey. Yeah. There's there's a few other young guys there, so they'll be sort of fighting it out. But you've also got... And an old guy with Chris Corindrani. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Nadolo's brother, for those people Correct. that don't know it. But um, So he's an Aussie from Queensland, Not Fijian to, heritage. To be confused with Tavito Corindrani. Yeah, no, cousin. 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 Exactly. Um, and one of your favourite players' brothers, boys, Connor garden Bashup as well. He's there. He's a winger. He's 20. Um, and he's he's been doing some good things at Mitre 10 Cup as well. Who's favourite player? I don't, I don't think you know the players that we like, Nelson, yeah. if you think it's one of our favourite <laughs> players. It was, there was a bit of sarcasm there. <laughs> oh, okay, good. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so plenty plenty of fresh young faces out in the outside backs for the Highlanders. We, sorry, we did, I, I know, we did talk about him when we discussed this pre-game, but we did uh, pre-pod, but um, uh, Scott Gregory as well was the other, other one there. Well, he's he's been removed. Because he's playing seven. He's seven. Okay, he's, so he's he, like, he'll yeah, be leaving in March yeah. or something like that. Like, so he basically won't be there. And that's another like, theme we will talk about through, throughout. They've the, also yeah, got um, is it Nani Punavai? Yep. Yeah. So he's there as well. So there's a lot of young, talented outside backs there. So yeah. it'll be a really interesting one to see who how comes much down time to get. Who comes down top? And yeah. just sorry to be clear with the sevens, Tokyo Olympics 2020. Big. That's. I mean, if you if you could play sevens, who wouldn't want to go yeah. there again? We we do have a list of players on who who has already committed to that yeah. and who's going to be in and out. But uh, we'll obviously, like we said, talk about that later. Yeah. Uh, Sierra Tomkinson, I think a name that probably everyone knows now. Steel shoulders. Yeah. It's, <laughs> Sledgehammer. It's like a meter. Sledgehammer. Sledgehammer. Yeah, we haven't got. We're working on the nickname. Yeah. Yeah. He should continue his development in the midfield this year uh, after starting to show some real form in the back end of the season, and they they actually quite liked him. They kept putting him back in. I thought that it would have been pretty hard for him to break into the twelve or the thirteen jersey, yeah. but uh, he, he did get a fair bit of game time last year. So I, I think if there was one guy that was going to become a regular starter. Mm. He still has to take his chances, but mm. I, I think he's a very good shot at it, and he's got a lot of potential. He's um well, like they also threw him in a wing. Like he, he's basically a hundred percent on the bench yeah, every week if he's not starting. But yeah. that could be a negative in in that sort of thing as well. He's his perfect bench man because he's got he's so yeah versatile. Yeah, well, I would personally, I'd like to see him in there at twelve. Harry and I have different opinions on no, Ted no, Rangi Walden, but I, um, I like Ted Walden, but I actually would prefer to see see yeah. Tomkinson in the team. Yeah, that's true. And it's more, it's more exciting. Harry, who did you say Ted Walden was like? Ryan Cruddy. Yeah, no. Nah. 
He wants to be like Ronnie. I'm not saying he's the same quality player yet. Mm, yeah, I don't know, mate. So, yeah, well, yeah, he's yeah, a white centre. We get it. There's similarities. Yeah, I'm not going to bite on that <laughs> all right, at all. Nelson and uh, some chicken. We've got some chicken for our last player. Ah, Perry Perry. Perry Perry. Perry Perry Parkinson, the 204 centimetre lock. I mean, the guy is a beast. Yeah, he's a big man. Uh, he had a few chances this year, didn't he? He's 119 kilograms. Um, you should sort of start to be knowing these sorts of players. That they've been around there for a little bit. They've had a few opportunities, but I think he's going to get a fair bit more game time this year. That's what we're suspecting. So he's an absolute behemoth. Um, who knows if he's still growing? He's just he's just super athletic as well. He like, is, yeah, mm. he actually has the ability to make a break, put someone through a short hole. He excites me around the park uh, a, a lot in the uh, in the same vein as um, the Rebels second rower. Uh, Matthew Phillip, Matthew that, that oh, ability yeah. to actually run and, and create fantasy points in ways other than just taking lineouts. Yeah. Burry has been there for a couple of years now. He's, he's 23. He's pretty established with Tasman as well at the uh, Minor 10 Cup. So, I mean, he's. Winners Minor 10 Cup. Yeah, exactly right. He, he's just a, a pretty exciting player. He should be getting more opportunities. Yep. Cool. All right. Um, anyone else on Highlanders or we move on? Move on. Move on. The Capital, Auckland, the Blues. Um, Home of the Yuanis, so you know, Kagi's number one team every year. Um, so, look, I mean, first player we've uh, got, I guess, young gun, exciting prospect is Emoni Narawa. Um, so, he it's going to be confusing all year, Narawa, Narawa and Nareki, uh, just Highlanders Blues, just remember that. Yeah, but, hopefully, um, only one gets a run. That's it, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I hope they're not lining up against each other. For us. Yeah. Yeah. Um, anyway, Narawa was the second top try scorer um, in the Minor 10 Cup, so eight. It was slot into the eight, I think, yeah. Um, and um, he had a, a bloody good season for uh, the Steamers, the Bay of Plenty. Nareki had eight, didn't he? No, seven. Mine had seven. Yeah. Yeah, seven or eight around yeah. that night. But, um, yeah, which is getting up close to the try game type of thing because it was yeah. ten, so short season, ten, ten games. I mean, pretty before the finals or whatever. Yep. Um, but, yeah, so he had an absolute ripper season for the Steamers. And himself a, Cleveland Steamers, uh, is it? No, the Bay of Plenty. So oh, yeah, yeah, okay. Sorry. Yeah. There must be something different. Get your head out of the gutter, mate. Um, and, uh, yeah, um, he, look, I mean, in 2018, like a lot of players, unfortunately, he had a, he broke his ankle after 54 minutes of rugby. So, you know, he's done well to come back from that. Um, he actually scored a try in that 54 minutes of rugby as well. So, he didn't play very much footy, scored a try. That's 100%. He's got a good, got a good try scoring, like, he, Yeah, I think it was, conversion it, was, rate. it was a broken ankle, I think. They took him off, he couldn't walk. They took him to the hospital or something, and then ended up saying, oh, no, he's fine, brought him back. And before the end of the game was out or something, he was back there and like mm. walking around the sheds. And then they realised that no, it's broken. Sorry, but <laughs> nice. Yeah, yes, that's what you want. Um, no, uh, and look. So I guess regarding him, um, he, he throws some really good offloads. He's one of those players that gets through Probably the highlight. I, I took from him. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, he, yeah, I, yeah. I still don't know where I stand on him. I, look, he's he's got a little bit of everything, but I'm not sure he's fast enough. I'm not yeah. sure he's strong enough. Yeah, He's got that good offload, but I don't know if that's enough as a winger by itself. But if he's on the right edge, it looks like he can throw throw an offload inside. So maybe some points there for uh, Rico if he's in at the 13 jersey or something. That's it. Look, hovering he, around that channel on the inside. He's no Milani Nanai. But, oh, uh, no one is. <laughs> but then again, no one is. But uh, no, look, I mean, in that vein, with Nanai and a bunch of other players going, there there isn't a lot of, I guess, established competition for him. Yeah. So that's why we're pretty excited uh, about him as a prospect um 
you'd have to think Caleb Clark is probably showing for that left wing with with Rico. But he's um, also he'll be away with the sevens for yeah. part of it, mate. So he's not a, he's not actually guaranteed to actually be around that long either. That's why you guys are here to pay attention. Um, yeah, yeah. So, right. um, no, but yeah. So we, I guess with that, yeah, there's a few players for sevens. A few players have left. There's it's up for grabs basically. Um, yeah, exactly. So we'll see how that goes. Um, I just realised actually, sorry, this is random as hell, but Michael Collins left and he's at the Highlanders now. Yeah. So he's not a new young gun, but we were just we were talking about um, take Mackay taking that fifteen jersey. Yeah, I just don't think he's that. Good. I mean, I've never liked Collins. Mate, I'd be picking Mackay over him. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I think and Collins I think is quite a, as well. I don't but think Collins is a bad sorry, player. That's, that's a, no, but that's another player. Sorry, that's left the Blues as well. So yeah, we're saying it's 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 up up for grabs that Auckland. You, you mentioned Caleb Clark. The other guys, Tenielu Talea, mm. is a good chance for it as well. Yeah. Jordan Highland. Like there are a few other names around there. Mm. Matt Dovey. Duffy, he's around. Just come back from the Barbarians tour. Yeah. Time over there. Harry yeah. Hampton, don't you? No, yeah. <laughs> All black, Matt Duffy. Really excites yeah. me. All black, Matt Duffy. Yeah, really yeah. excites me. Um, yeah, so no, that's <laughs> that's uh, Emoni Narawa for the Blues. Um, and who else is there for the Blues? Uh, Billy Proctor. So... Matt Proctor as uh, as John. No, I think we're getting confused. Here. Yeah, that's, that's the Canes. Yeah. Have I skipped? Yeah, yeah. He's at the Sorry, Canes. I'm getting sure. too excited. That's why we're here. Checks and balances, boys. We're here Good. to just bring it back on. It's right. Hurricanes are next. She's so, just, so Blues. We've got surely we've got some more young guns for the Blues. No, no. You know what it was? The, the issue with the Blues. Well, not the issue, but with the Blues. There's a lot of guys. <laughs> it's always issues with the Blues. I know, right? <laughs> that's why they have. This the is blues. our year. It's Auckland's year. Yeah. No, but they had a lot. Of, a few young guys coming through, like your Dalton Papali'i's, mm. your Big Source. Um, Tommy Robinson as well. So I think their young guns, a lot of them debuted last season. Okay. So they're going to be into second season because they actually did so well. They're young guys. Mm. They're not actually... Even Tenielu Talea, mm. he was a, a, a new guy last year and just yeah. made a really good name for himself. So we didn't want to spend a lot of time on the guys that you should know. And they've, they've got a few guys that are a little bit more established coming through. Like Finlay Christie's replacing Augustine Pulu. Mm. Um, they've got Joe Marchant from... Merchant? Marchant from England. We'll talk about him on another pod. On the preview, uh, yeah. Yeah, and Jordan Highland coming across, things like that. So there are people coming across from, from other clubs. Not a lot of really young development guys yeah. coming yeah. through there. And also to be clear, like, you know, there's players we're not talking about, you know, there's Hoskins, Satutu, things like that, but, yeah. but we, we will be doing a, a, a season preview where we will say this is yep. who we think the starting 15 will be, this will be the bench, whatever. Yep. We're just going through the young guns for now, the new things to look for. Yeah, correct. So, we'll, we'll skip forward then. Hurricanes. Mm. Obviously, uh, if, if you've been reading anything about the All Blacks coaching position, John Plumtree's name has been thrown out a fair bit as a possible assistant coach to Ian Foster. Uh, there seems to be the general feeling that Ian Foster hasn't done a lot of head coaching other than way back when with the Chiefs where he wasn't Before overly winning. successful. That's yeah, right. He's uh, so, so the general or the popular opinion seems to be that he will be a very, very good yin to Foster's yang. Um, so, well, go on. What, did you, what was that word? Yin yang. Oh, God, it's a wang. Jesus. <laughs> Just get your head out of the gutter now. I know. It's a quality podcast. Yeah, it is. It's (laughs) Anyway, so if if he goes, I think this could be really important to the Hurricanes' fortunes and therefore every single player on their roster, to be honest. Mm. But um, I'm not sure who their their assistance is. I think there's Holland. There was Carlos Spencer. There's a couple of names there, but I'm not sure who would become the head coach if if that was, was, was to happen. Yeah, no, no one's got any idea. No. But we'll, I guess we'll. Oh, we should hear that before the end of Chrissy, anyway, right? So when we are, we will. We, I think we will talk about New Zealand conference just before Christmas. So hopefully we have an answer then. We can and go I mean, into look, some depth. If you were, if you were John Plumtree, it'd be a great time to leave. There's no more Bowden Barrett. So yeah, you yeah. Just, <laughs> just rely on him, mate. Uh, yeah. Jordy's just going to become a makeshift ten, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> we'll get him. Let, no, let's no, move on. So, 
Who won? Uh, this is your mate. He's your your boy. I'll let you talk about him, Craig's. Billy Proctor. Yes. The younger Proctor. Uh, we actually, look, we, we'll make efforts to get Chris Boyd, the old Hurricanes coach, um, <laughs> onto the pod, or uh, on, on the buzzer at least, uh, to, you know, give us some opinions on Billy Proctor, because, um, you know, apparently Matt Proctor's the, his older brother, who's just left the Hurricanes and this year. Billy's better. Was the best centre in the world, so... Um, and Billy's meant to be better. And if, Billy's, if, to be if Billy's meant to be better, he's, well, he's got to be the best of the best then. Yeah. Um, so, um, if that's to be believed, uh, big raps, Billy Proctor. Um no, but I think, uh, look, that 13 jersey is up for grabs. Um, you know, Matt Proctor really did have that unlock, that jersey. Um, despite, I mean, I was... Yeah, Vince Asso took it yeah. from him for a little bit. No, that's because he was injured. That's literally... No, no, no when he started. The Before start, Asso got injured, remember? When yep. those two had a full season together and Asso and Nani Lamape were the top two try scorers three years ago. No, but he was playing wing and something. No, 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 no 12-13. Uh, the start of this year, even, mm. Asso started yeah. there. And Lamape wasn't there at the very start of the year. Asso was there. So, How long yeah. did Chris Boyd leave? Because I can't believe under Chris Boyd that uh, Vince Arso ever started in front of Matt Proctor when they're both fit and healthy. <laughs> there, you know, guys. Um, but anyway, Billy Proctor, Canada. yeah, younger, younger brother. Um, he, I mean, he's been around. I, I think he, he's definitely come off the. I'm sure he's got a game last year. He's come off the he bench did. or something. Yeah, yeah um, I'm pretty sure he did. And so, uh, yeah, I mean, that 13 jerseys up for grabs. I think we all, <laughs> we just touched on it. We all think there should be Lamar Bay and Vince Arso. I mean, that's just yes, parents, done. Just double checking. Billy Proctor had one game, got one fantasy point. Excellent. Yep. Boom. That's 100%. a point. That's, um, yeah. It's not going to say it's a point a minute. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, point a match. Yeah. But he, he's got stiff competition, obviously. Peter Omonga Jensen, who's still got some solid raps. He's no Thomas. But it's still very good. Peter's injured, yeah? Young. No, Thomas. No, no, Thomas is no, injured, no, yeah. Sorry. Danny right. Tuala and Cabas Van Vyck, the uh, surprise inclusion. They brought in Cabas, yeah. And uh, although he plays all, all his time at the wing, there's some reports coming out saying that he's a possible uh, fit for the 13 jersey, which... I don't know. I've never seen him play like that, to be honest with you. Yeah, Kobus has had a really strange career as well. He had a couple of years he was really, really good, and then he kind of just has been overlooked over in South Africa. Um, I don't know. We uh, He's definitely talented. It's just yeah. that he's never been thought of as the first choice by any coach I think it was that it was the haircut for a while as well we used to call him the creepy thin man like out of Charlie's Angels you know that guy because yes. oh, he yeah. rocked that haircut and you were like Matt what are you well, doing well the thing they've gone we've got Wes Hooson and he's oh, a really it? good uh, South African so we'll get another one yeah alright seems well, to work I mean what are they, who, who did they get last year they got some um, was it like a lock or something they got some oh. uh, South African lock in and then they never he never played and I don't know what Andreas Ferreira oh Ferreira. Yeah, it was from the Lions, the Lions. they got Ferreira yeah no, no, no. He, didn't he get sacked almost immediately? No, yeah, he never or... played, but, but he flew over there. Yeah, yeah. He just wanted a holiday. I mean, yeah, good on him. Um, Got it. Yeah, so anyway, that's, that's BP, Billy Proctor. Um, so, yeah, will he be able to bring the petrol and will he, um, you know, force his way into that 13 slot? Who knows? Uh, I mean, who, so who else is there to talk about? There's, sorry, we talked Peter Monk Jensen. There's Danny Tawala, who I was a big fan of. He got he got a game or yeah, two. I did, I did go through those names, yeah. Oh, okay. Um, and yeah, Nels, how about you take us on to someone who'll definitely be in my fantasy team this year? Well, again, <laughs> Isaiah Walker Lewiri, who he's a, he's a he's I wouldn't say he's a giant lock in terms of his height. He's not over two hundred centimeters. I think he's just shy of that. Um, actually, he is. He's one ninety seven um, centimeters, mm-hmm. but he is one hundred twenty two kilos. He's a big boy. Big unit. Um, he's also got some pretty good stocks. His dad was the Flying Fijians lock and captain. Mm. So I mean, he, he's coming from a pretty pretty talented. Uh, background as well. Uh, he's arguably the most dynamic of all the locks in uh, the New Zealand Super Rugby, if not all of Super Rugby. So it'll be pretty exciting to see how he goes this season. Um, and that's if he can hold his spot. He does have a bit of competition there. Mm. Um, you've got Liam Mitchell, you've got James Blackwell, who both had a bit of a, a chance this year as well. You've got Scotty Scrafton. Um, so, I mean, there's, there's Kane Pepe as well. 
Yeah, there's so, a lot of good locks around. Is he scrapped in it? Is he, yeah. yeah, he's, he's coming come from the blue yeah. side. Okay. From the blue. So they, the, they signed him to cover Sam Lousy. Yeah. So they've got um, four or so good locks. So, but if he, he's he's dynamic, he's good. He's a, that's the type of runner you would love as a lock in your fantasy side because yeah, I, he will make meters. He will. Bumps no, we've, we've talked about it time and time again. The man can shift, and I'm mentioning it again. Yeah. That Maori All Blacks that's try right. in America oh, yeah. where he ran a fifty and all the back. He just burned everyone, mate. This, yeah. this 122 kilo big lock is just burned everyone, mate. Yeah. Long strides. Exciting. Yeah. Can't wait. So Crusaders. Uh, same question, I guess, around oh, Razad going... Shouldn't we just do a whole pot on the Crusaders? Yeah, I mean, that's... that's yeah, a yeah, yeah, this could have been every <laughs> single player in their squad. But, <laughs> yeah, uh, ridiculous. But anyway, obviously the big question for the Crusaders is Razor Robinson, is he going to get the All Blacks job? The most recent reports say probably not. Um, so I, I think we're all expecting him to stay around. Yeah, look, I, I I can't really see him getting that head job. I, I would love to see him get it. <laughs> you can't get him. You can't see him getting a head job. Oh, good podcasting, Harry. Dirty. <laughs> um, getting is that head job, right? Not a head, head job. job. Yeah, space between so, the two words, Nelson. I, I think it'd, it'd be quite exciting to see him at the All Blacks, but you just, I, uh, I think it's too much of a change, and I don't see it coming. He's I mean, he's well, been look, mate, brilliant. If, if, you, if you had the opportunity to win the next four years of the Crusaders and just be the only person to have won seven years in a row, <laughs> I would take that as well. Right? Yeah, look at the, how young yeah. they are. The, the most recent reports say he's unlikely to get it. Yeah. So the, the Crusaders management have come out and said, look, we have a plan A, B, C, D. I think we're up to plan V, they said the yeah. other day in terms For of Vendetta. what they do. Yeah. Although, <laughs> although, the only thing is they did just make their uh, their logo two dicks. Yeah, so. it, doesn't mean it's a, yeah. it doesn't mean they're Smushing good decisions. Dicks. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but we'll keep going. Sebu Reese, Braden Enor, huge. Obviously, young guns, but everyone knows them, right? Braden Enor. We expect. Traffic. Traffic. Okay, I'll take Sebu then. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'll have both of them again, thanks. So, Braden Enor is probably the, the more important one out of those two in that he he might he? change his role. Sebu Reese will start knowing everyone knows that. But yeah. Braden Enor might play in the 12 jersey with Goodhue. Yeah. Or vice versa. Or vice versa, yeah. He, he did a bit of both, I think, this year with him as well, didn't he? Yeah, he had a bit of a chance. I personally would like to see Good Hugh go to twelve and in or thirteen. I think that's my preference. I think mm. so. Well, he does play in in their shape. I think twelve and thirteen both can play that playmaker role as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Quinton Strange was the the guy that I was excited to talk about. Doctor Strange, Doctor Strange. Sure, uh, we can do better. <laughs> <laughs> the worst one. So. The, guy, the reason that he stood out to me was they started him through the, the start of la, or this 2019 Super Rugby season. I think he played the first six or seven games in a row. Mm. Starting as lock, they talked him up as having this huge future. 199 tall, 112 kilos, so he's big enough. Uh, but he, on, he was a bit rangy. He's put on that weight yeah. he needed to. But then he, he just reminds me of Sam Whitelock in the way he goes about his business. He's got a big engine. He's classy in the line out. He's classy around the ruck. I, I think he'll be the perfect uh, foil to Scott Barrett, I think, in the locks. And, mm. you know, obviously he does have some competition as well. Uh, in the locks. Me now. Yeah. Um, Luke Romano. Romano. Romano but, but Romano Romano is your finisher. He's got that clear he role is. now. Oh, he's, he's perfect at Romano's, it. Romano's only starting if they're out of... Well, they get, he's getting older as well, so I think yeah. he's got a good 20 or 30 in him where he's really and, and he's one of the best players to bring on for that last 20 or 30 because oh, yeah. everyone in the other so team just goes, ah, oh, shit. <laughs> like, it's it's brilliant. But you also have Mitch Dunshay, who's 24. Dunshay. That's who we're um, going to touch on, yeah. Yeah, he's yeah. Sort of Who Did he not start in the final? Yeah, he got a lot towards the back yeah. end as well. They yeah. really liked him. I, I don't know what happened to Strange because they talked him up a lot at the start of the season mm. when they were still resting Whitelock. Yeah, and then and then all of a sudden he just disappeared. And Mitch Dunche got time. And and yeah, Quentin Strange. I don't know if he got injured, but that's that's my guess. 
Yeah. Because sometimes, obviously, these things, they don't get reported on, so it can be a bit hard to pick. Oh, I yep. agree with you. He's much more the conventional mould. Um, yep. And yeah, we'll just compliment <clears throat> Barrett. And Scotty B is the, the captain, isn't he? Yes. Yes, 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 yes. So. Not sure why. Yes. Because he's good at getting red cards as well. Yeah. <laughs> Cody Taylor, Taylor should be captain, mate. Yeah, Cody Taylor, 100% yeah. should be their captain, but... What you, or just seven race, I mean. But the, the thing was, <laughs> the thing, I think the, the thing that went against Cody Taylor was how much game time Macaleo's been getting. So, I mean, you, Scott Barrett's going to be on there for a whole game or close to a whole game all the time, where Macaleo was creeping more and more minutes throughout the year. The yep. bowling ball. Excellent. Um, all right, next player. Uh, my favourite... The super of the superest of super subs. Oh god, that's that bad. Yeah. Nabon wishes he was this. Yeah, super Nabon, I'm sorry, mate. You'll never be this type of super sub. But um, Will Jordan, <laughs> uh, a player who uh, the Crusaders have done very well to hold on to. I have to say, uh, the Highlanders were pretty close to signing him by all reports. Uh, and if they did, he might have well been my first draft pick because uh, he would play every he's minute so at fullback, and yeah, he's he is brilliant. an insane talent. But um, no, he's, he's stuck on with the Crusaders, and I mean, look again. He just wants to keep winning. He just titles. wants to keep like, winning championships. Yeah, very yeah, win yeah, another like, one or two, then go across. That's it. Um, <laughs> so anyway, um, he's, uh, he's still in the same situation he is last year, except he's just now one one position further ahead on the ladder. So Enor probably going into a starting role means that um, this we still have David Havili. So David Havili in front of him will be the the preferred fullback to well, start with. The other thing is Havili could play twelve as well. That's true. He has played centre before, um, and I think he still played fullback in Mitre Ten Havili. Yeah, um, they do have a couple of good centres though. But yeah, instead of uh, in, instead of having Will Jordan um, not always on the bench, like sometimes on the bench throughout the last season, he's he is one hundred percent. He has to be. on the bench every week to yeah. come in at either wing or. Well, just having Crotty disappear means that it all slides in. And like I said, yeah. he's just one more rung up that ladder, and yeah. it's just. And all it's going to take is one injury. And but even but so. even without that, he was coming on with half an hour to go and top scoring <laughs> yeah. the round. Yeah. Like his fantasy point output is so just minutes. insane. I, I did play him most of the weeks off I the played bench, him. Yeah. He was just, off the bench, so yeah, um, no, he was he was incredible. So, um, you know, again, one to watch. Uh, it'll just take one injury. It could be could be the top fantasy scorer of the competition. You know what I mean? It's that it's yeah, that that's big, right. honestly. So. Um, Nothing new. Then we also have uh, a, well another player that I like. We'll just go on. To, I'll take go for it, well. mate. Go for it. Uh, Lester, Nelson didn't want to pronounce this anyway. Fangenuku. Fangenuku. Nuku. That's only one. No, you add another Nuku in there just because. Um, I was almost going to do the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> All right, one Nuku, um, and then just Fanga. If he's killing it, he can have two Nukus. All right. Okay. It's just depending how good he's. If playing. he holds out a spot, uh, a starting spot, then we'll give him yeah. a second Nuku it'd be, in there. Yeah, it'd be some job to hold down the starting <laughs> spot. Yeah, and that right. outside back list. Absolutely. So he's a big talent. Um, he was he was playing winger for the successful Tasman side. Literally a, a big time talent as well. Oh, yeah. he, he, he is, is a big boy. He's he's like a a Ma'a Nonu looking like. Six foot two. Jonah Lomba. He's, he's six foot two, 109 kgs. He's a pretty big boy. And he's still, what, 21 or something? Yeah, yeah. He's... 20. 20 years old, 109 kgs as a winner. And recently 20. Like... Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> crazy. All I know is that if I was Manasa Mataeli, I, I would have been really upset that uh, I got injured for the whole I'd be last season. And... Fiji and just <laughs> well, going to Japan. Well, I always thought that the Crusaders wanted to have one big winger, and I, I think Sever Reese, even though he's not big, just plays that role he's, because he's yeah. such an animal. He does both. But otherwise, if if they don't, if they go back to their conventional mould of having recent or bridge on one wing, mm. then really Fungo Anuku or Mataeli are going to be trying to play for that same role in the team. Yeah. So, I mean, look, mm. Fanganuku, absolute freak, had an absolute ripper season. He, I think he still scored maybe like six tries in the ITM Cup season. But um, 
can't, I can't personally see him winning that out Who, that battle. Whoever's left over, like, the Waratahs will start every single game of the year. By the way, if they we, want to come we will across. have yeah, Eddie's brother. If any of these guys <laughs> want to play every game and every minute, um, we know a guy. We'll, we'll take him, captain. We'll yeah. take his brother as well. Like, we'll take both of them. Put them on both wings. Actually, no, we've got one. That's it. We um, have one winger. Yeah, so look, that's that's Lester Fanganuku. He's, he's got a brother, Tima, who unfortunately didn't get signed from Super. But um, you know, one of these, I'm hoping to one day I have them both in my fantasy team. So you can anyway, mate. Go for it. Yeah, the next one is uh, Sione Havili. So no, uh, I don't think there's any relation there, boys. There's no relation, Sione Havili. There is no relation there. No. Um, you can tell by looking at them, but they don't. <laughs> they are very not similar looking. But uh, yeah, he's a 21 year old flanker. Uh. He was award- awarded the Golden Boot for New Zealand's best player in the school. Team. He's, he's quite, and that was uh, t- a year, two, no, three years, two, three years ago, I think 2017. It's only legit if he did a shoey from it. He might have, but he, so he's quite an exciting player, and uh, I think he plays more of that open side flanker role, doesn't he? Yeah, and obviously Matt Todd being gone, you know, there's been gone, having, having gone. moved on, there, there's an opportunity there. Final but Todd. Yeah, there's, there's Bad thing going against that is obviously Billy Harmon. He's quite yeah. an exciting player as well. Who they really developed last year too. And there's yeah, a guy he's... who's got a bit of a name. I don't know. Some people might remember it. Uh, Blackadder, Ethan Blackadder. Right? I think yeah. he's more of a. He's more of a. He's a blind side. I mean, yeah. um, thanks yeah. for that though. That's all right. Just trying to contribute right there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no. So look, I mean, there's there's definitely some competition there for him, but you'd expect him to get some game time this year, and he's he's quite a dynamic player, um, and he's relatively good all around the park. I think. Um, yeah, so I mean, I think that pretty much wraps it up. I, I mean, there's so many players there. Every everyone from the Brumbies are young and gun. Like we could sit here and talk about every single one of them. The Brums. That's from Brums. That's a Crusaders. I meant Crusaders. Brums coming next week. Mm. Uh, sorry, I meant the Dockers. They're the Dockers. Dockers. Yeah, yeah, I can, <laughs> I can see why you get confused. We're getting confusing. Excellent. All right. Um, so yeah, that's we we just wanted to touch on um, a bit of you know some of what's been going on in the off season, some of the new players, um, and so I think that's going to conclude main course. I'm pretty full. So I've been um, I've been sacked from the next job. I'll, I'll point this out before it just sounds like I nail this. <laughs> Every week last season, I was asked to play the uh, most weeks the dessert song. Every every, family. every single week, I was asked to play the dessert song, oh, yeah. and uh, I, I think my hit rate was not great. To try and get the no. song in the right volume at the right time. Yeah. So you've sacked me and we've downloaded the song uh, legally and we'll be inserting it in. So here it goes, my very manual playing of the dessert song. Perfectly timed. What you gonna, what you gonna do with that dessert? Do what, do what, do that, do what, do that, do that, do that, do Great, okay. So... Kagi, as the host. We'll see how smooth Rather than myself, it's not my 50th cap yet. It's true. We'll see how that transition What are we goes. doing? Um, it is, uh, yeah, what to co- what's to come um, for the rest of this preseason? So as we said, nine weeks out. Uh, it's time to um, ramp up the content train. Uh, and I think we're all pretty excited about, um, yeah, the super season to come. But, uh, yeah, so look, we, we've, we actually sat down. We did a bit of planning. Started to line up some guests. We really enjoyed having a few guests on in our season preview last year. So... Uh, we had Scotty Sumo Stevenson, we had Jay Bohr to help us uh, from uh, from Queensland, help us preview the um, Australian Conference. Yep. Elite Rugby Banter Boys. Elite Rugby Banter um, for the South Friends African of the pod. Conference. Friends, Friends of the pod. pod. Definitely catch their podcast as well. Always good. Absolutely. Um, and we had uh, Paul Tate. Rich Freeman. And Rich Freeman help uh, fill us in. They're the, the go-tos for the Haguares and for the Sunwolves. Um, and so, yeah, we've um, made some efforts to get some, some more and some new guests as well to join us. And, we've got some uh, pretty exciting people coming we're, in. We're pretty pumped, yes. So um, it's amazing what, what happens when um, yeah when you just ask people <laughs> <laughs> enough times. So, no, yeah. um, but yeah, so 
Um, I guess what we're, what we're planning to do is... Uh, there's obviously a lot of content you, everyone, I was going to tell them what the pods are mate that's, I was, was, was going to say everyone knows we could talk forever you don't need to get into too much detail we decided yeah. we are going to do obviously our conference previews um, so we will specifically go through each team and um, I love that we you jumbled the, it like this so it's really hard to follow yeah, you did really well yeah oh, you want to do it in order yeah, alright Harry I might, take I might over just take give over. us a structure yeah, yeah. in order so, right. so I, I said there's a teaser for, for what's to come for Thursday's pod uh, yes, yes Thursday we have none other than the Squidge Rugby coming on the podcast to pick apart Warren Gatlin's effect on his teams as coach of Wales, the Lions, and I'm, I'm sure he's done squillions of hours of uh, yeah. analysis on his native Welsh team. His, yeah. um, his videos and analysis and mm. stuff that throughout the World Cup and things are just absolutely brilliant. If, so. you, if you haven't gone and watched that that analysis of New Zealand versus Ireland by Squidge yeah. on YouTube, it is phenomenal. I'm pretty sure there was, the grand final one was massive as well. Oh, they're all great. Absolutely. So yeah, and a bit of banter in there as well. So if you want to know basically the, the who's going to actually benefit or who's going to suffer under Warren Gatlin's tutelage, 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 yeah. uh, then Thursday's pod is going to be massive. Yeah, exactly. So uh, in terms of shout outs, it's at Squidge Rugby. He's mainly on the YouTube channel, but he's also on, very active on Twitter. Um, where we get a lot of insights from. Um, Absolutely. But yeah, so really look forward to having him on. And then uh, to round out 2019, we're going to do the Young Guns for the South African and for the Australian franchises as well. So there's a couple more pods there. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think actually we've got one more pod to finish the year just before Christmas. We'll have uh, hopefully Sumo Stevenson coming through to preview the New Zealand conference for us again. We're, we're speaking to a couple of other Kiwi guests as well, who we uh, we hope we're going to have as well, yeah, but we, could we won't a, release that at the moment. Could have a few more big names. Not that they get come much bigger. That's it. Uh, the the voice Sumo Stevenson. Yeah, absolutely great man. Uh, and then January we've got a couple more pods looking at uh, the South African and Australian got? conferences, and we managed to rope in uh, I don't know how. But Brendan Nell and Morgan Turunui to help us out with those respectively. Morgs, that'll be good fun. Both of those guys. Yeah, yeah really looking forward to it. Um, obviously, we're, we're rolling over to January. Australia, South Africa teams. Can we actually have some team lineups in January? I mean, it's going to be a few months behind New Zealand. I'm working on so. it. I got, I got half the Aussie ones, mm-hmm. and I've got I think maybe the the, the we, hags. We yeah, we can assume them. But I mean, can you just release them, please? Can you release and, the full sides? And what we're learning for the Sunwolves team is that you basically just, um, if you can, get a list of all of the players in World Rugby, and then just <laughs> randomly <laughs> just jump and pick like twenty or thirty. You know, just like that's yeah. So that's the Sunwolves and the Hagiwaris. Well, they actually do pretty much look the same most years. So um, I imagine it's actually. Changes. I imagine there'll be a few players. I've got their team down, yeah. So, yeah. Um, Manuel Montero is gone, playing yeah, for Paraguay. That's, that's very upsetting. Yeah, the the Pantera. Also, yeah, it's all your passwords, isn't it, mate? Everything, all your passwords. For it your, is, your yeah, all my passwords. <laughs> if you want to break into anything, it's Manuel Montero. Yeah, no, oh, um, come on, mate. There's not that. <laughs> all right. This concludes the podcast. Let's finish it under an hour. Come on, boys. Under an hour? No. I thought, uh, were we going to briefly touch on Rugby Sevens, who's going to the Olympics? Nah, I'll do that later. All right, I mean, it's only about 10 seconds worth of stuff. So. Well, that's it. Uh, stay classy. <laughs> stay slutty.